Hey friends, welcome to Becoming a Unicorn with Mrs. B. That's me. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been an extremely long time coming and I'm so excited about the topics that we will discuss and unpack and we're going to be collectively getting our own stuff together. All right, welcome back to Becoming a Unicorn with Mrs. B. That's me. And of course, I have my resident unicorns on with me to discuss this topic that we are unpacking today, which is being okay with being misunderstood. Jesus, honey, so much. You just, you just want people's approval. Like, Throughout life, you go through a cycle of just seeking others' approval in different ways. You may even say, oh, yeah, you know, I don't really care about what other people think. But to a certain extent, you want to be understood. Like, I know I was one of those people that, and I'm, you know, I still struggle with that. Basically getting the last word, like, no, but she, she didn't understand me. Or she, you know, sis got me confused with somebody else <laughs> mm-hmm. um you know things of that just they basically not being okay with just disagreeing or just not being on the same page and it's important that you have friends that give you different opinions and also people in your corner business associates wherever you are whether that's a co-worker Whoever, you don't need just yes people. Um, so you do need a level of being misunderstood. And then sometimes you just got to shake the table because they ain't understanding you. <laughs> <laughs> so basically this, this episode is talking about that whole process of going through where you're like, some days you really care and other days you can really give no fucks at all. <laughs> it's like, no, I, I don't really care what you think. I don't care what you think of me. <laughs> this is what it is. I said what I said. And then other days you're like, well, you know, I don't really want them to think this or you tiptoe around shit because you're not okay with being misunderstood. I mean, ladies, I'm sure y'all can agree with me on that whole journey of being misunderstood. Like, I feel like in my 30s, though, I'm more okay with being misunderstood like absolutely this is what it is it's like (laughs) i agree i I don't agree with you this is what i think and this is why i think it's not changing this yeah wait Deja, what did you say i was saying yeah like it's not gonna change like what I feel or what I think at this point, like when you talk about now being in your thirties, I think I've gotten more comfortable with being assertive more. Cause at first I was not comfortable, right? With being misunderstood because I wanted to be liked, right? I think everybody wants to be liked, but at the same time I had to learn in my friendships and some relationships that I was in that I don't have to always be liked and everybody is not going to like me mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's okay. Mm-hmm. 
you know? So now that I'm 30, I'm starting to see that 30 is really liberating. <laughs> it really is. It's so freeing because you can just naturally be yourself. And unfortunately, I had to get to 30 to see that. I wish I would have saw that when I was 21 or, you know, 25. But I was like just collecting all these friends and they really didn't have much meaning or purpose. Just dead taking up your time and space. Now in my life. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think we all go through that. Like we think we we don't understand that, you know, of course friends should be your value, not quantity. You shouldn't just go collect friends and be like, oh, I'm friends with this person. Yeah, you're gonna be associates with them people. But everybody don't have to be you don't have to be everybody's cup of tea, and that's okay. <laughs> that is okay, you know, you know. I saw a meme. <laughs> I saw a meme once that said, I may not be um your cup of tea, but I'm someone's cup of Hennessy. They said, baby, that's the word. Uh-huh. Henny. Uh-huh. Because everybody doesn't and I like said, Ooh. Right. <laughs> everybody doesn't exactly. like Exactly. And that's okay. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know. It's just a cycle of things that you wish you knew because the 30s are super liberating you know because you get to a point where you're like this is what i this is how i am this is you know this is it this is it accept me as i am or you don't gotta go with me (laughs) yeah and it but it's also kind of it it's scary because you're at a place where you like you're not really holding on to those things that don't serve you because you're like you're not afraid of having one less friend or one less person to talk to because you're like, no, <laughs> the universe or everybody that is supposed to be around me or the people that are supposed to gravitate towards me or I'm supposed to gravitate, mm-hmm. gravitate towards them, they will mm-hmm. make room for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I won't be too true. anything. I won't be too loud. I won't be too ratchet. I won't be too much i won't be too passionate i won't be too late because you know for my girls that deal with that that time issue (laughs) 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 listen i i i I, um constantly chastise myself like girl why are you so late like what is the problem again (laughs) what is the problem what is the problem but my friends understand me like you know People who don't understand me would be like, "Oh yeah, she don't, you know, she don't respect my time." But it's a level of understanding. It's not really who I am, right? That's who I am. (laughs) And once you and once people understand that, they become okay (laughs) with that, or they know to tell you you earlier time. So (laughs) exactly, or don't. Right. Yeah. So if Dennis starts at eight, That's we know we're gonna too. tell. We know we're gonna tell um, Kendra it starts at six thirty, so she can be on time. But I'm not that like maybe seven o'clock. Seven. seven o'clock. Okay, seven o'clock. Okay. My sweet spot is usually like thirty minutes. That's usually when I show up. Like, yeah, maybe forty five. If I'm like, if something happened and like I had a 
something happened, a wardrobe, malfunction, traffic, whatever, then I'm 45 minutes late. But by that time, you have heard from me because I do respect your time. I'm not just going to show up like, ain't shit happened. (laughs) (laughs) Sashaying in. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I think like, when you get to that level, and like I said, it's a journey. Some days you care more. And it also depends on who it is. Like you care more. You care more about being understood by people that relationships you value. And that's mm-hmm. okay. You you're you you want to definitely like of course my core group of friends, my besties, I'm not okay with being misunderstood. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not okay. <laughs> I'm not. You can we can can we have a conversation where we are able to understand each other? Can we talk about this? <laughs> And I think in those conversations go b- smooth when people are friends. Like when mm-hmm. you, there is a misunderstanding um, with your friends, you you do want to fix it. And usually you're more anxious to have the conversation than what the conversation really ends up to be. Like you'll say your thoughts, the friend will say theirs. And it's like, oh girl, huh, <laughs> it's okay. Mm-hmm. And it's like all over. We're good. Good, you know and it was like geez why was, why was I so anxious for this conversation because after I said my piece and she I listened to her and she listened to me and mm-hmm. it's like nothing ever happened I think that is one of the beauties of being friends with people who truly understand you right those are mm-hmm. those are the people that you seek to find understanding mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. everybody else it's like no this is mm-hmm. if you don't understand me I don't care enough <laughs> I don't right care enough. I don't care enough I think for me um I know y'all was mentioning the 30s and this um and I don't I have like a two-part thing one just a question to throw out there like I wonder what happens <clears throat> in your 30s that makes you comfortable with it and and why and I, I don't why is it your 30s like why do you not feel that way at 20 or, and there's some people who feel that some people who don't get to that till 40 or 50, like, what is it exactly that makes you comfortable with being misunderstood sometimes and being okay with it? That's just a thought question. I, Cause I was trying to think it for myself, like, I don't know, but so I'm just <laughs> wanting, you know, just to think about what, what actually happens to you. Is it that you're confident? Is it because, is it that you have had some life experiences? Like what happens that makes that sweet spot about 30 that you become like more comfortable with it? I, I know we were talking about friendships and stuff, but for me, friendships have always kind of been okay. I'm a floater for the most part. Um, well, I have been in my younger years. Like I can kind of get along with any groups of people, but I found and I would always gravitate to people who have a niche. So I never really had a hard time with friends who didn't understand me. I would think mine is more relationship wise now, um, where there would be people that I talk to and like, I really don't, um, am not myself probably with them, but it would be like, okay, I'm going to do this and be like this and act like this. And he doesn't like that. So let's not say this. Um, where, where now it's like, yeah, this ain't going to work. Like, I know 
soon. And I'm okay with like cutting something off real quick. Like I, I met a dude not too long ago and we just had a conversation and he was saying something real crazy. And I was like, yeah, I'm at to work out. And then I got to co-host this thing. So I'm going to call you back. Whereas before I would try to understand what you're saying and you understand what I'm saying, but it, just the little snippet of what he gave me is like, nah, nope, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> nope, nope, we're not going to understand each other and that's okay. Then I'll talk to you later, TTYL. <laughs> so I, I, I think for me, yeah, relationships and I, I wonder, you know, as women, we often mold ourselves to people's thoughts of what they want us to be and how they think we should act or how we think we should act. Um, so that level of growth, maturity, whatever name you want to put on it is is a blessing when you are able to be okay with that. And right. I know for me, I'm really happy that I'm okay with not being, <laughs> <laughs> not being okay with somebody's cup of tea. However, that does fall into like rejection though. Nobody likes to feel rejected. Right. So that that's another thing. You made a really good point, Sylvia, um, to go back to the question about like what qualifies you to be like, you know what, I'm okay with them not understanding me. Like what what changed in you? And I think it's also it's not just 30s. Like like you said, some people it happens in your 40s, some people it happens in your 50s. I think it's a accumulation of things. Like one in our 30s as black women and we're doing it you know we feel a certain level of prestige because it's like yeah you know i'm not that same person i was straight out of college you know i make a little coin now um you know people respect me Mm -hmm. i got Mm -hmm. alphabets behind my Mm -hmm. name stuff like that like (laughs) that alphabet boy right that just makes you feel like you know what I don't really care what you think. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just accumulation of things. Mm-hmm. But then to go back to your next your next point about it's to like go back to rejection. My question is, how do you walk the line in terms of being okay with being misunderstood and then versus avoiding rejection? Because sometimes, you know, you don't want to have that debate or you don't want to push your point because it's like they're not gonna understand what I'm saying anyway or I don't even want to go through it with them because this is gonna be a you know a battle I can't win so mm-hmm. this question is actually directed to Dage from like a, a clinical perspective like is that like a coping mechanism where you're like you know because there is a line where you're like I don't care about people. I don't care what people think. And then it's like, oh, I'm secure in myself. So, yeah. I think that um, it's a a way that people learn how to cope, right? Like if I'm always scared of rejection, I'm not going to immerse myself in situations where I'm going to be rejected, right? I'm going to do the opposite. I'm not going to try to mingle and meet people because I may fear that they're not going to understand me or they're not going to like me. So then I'm going to isolate myself. So then that becomes a learned unhealthy way of coping with trying to build relationships. And some people may look at that as a normal thing because it's normal to them in their world. 
Um, I do want to say, um, I want to comment on something that was said earlier about like how we got to this place of, you know, just being okay with being misunderstood. I think for me, I got tired. Like it was very tiring to try to please everybody, to try to get people to see me for me. And I just got fatigued out. I was like, you know what? What if I just take a break from trying to like throw myself onto people and help people try to see who I really am? And what if I just like naturally be myself and not even think about what they're gonna say and not even think about what they're gonna think? Because I felt mentally drained. <laughs> like as you collect friends throughout your 20s and you get to 30, it's like you get mentally drained with trying to just keep people in your wagon who is just weighing you down stopping your wagon for no reason you got to keep the wagon going and I use that wagon it's one of my therapy tech skills so that's why I said wagon um I'll tell y'all about that later but yeah I just got like mentally tired um yes, so that's how I got to tools. I love that <laughs> so that's how I got to feeling liberated at 30 and I really wish that early on in my 20s, I didn't have this wagon that I felt like I had to carry with me and put stuff in and put stuff on because it weighed me down in a lot of situations. So back to your question, Kendra, yes, I think actually people adapt kind of up these coping skills with um, like learning that if I'm going to be rejected, I'm just going to stay isolated and I'm not I'm going to immerse myself in relationships with fear, right? That I'm not going to be accepted. But the beautiful part of being misunderstood is that you give people an opportunity to understand who you are and to accept it or not. And that's their choice, right? Like they don't have to like you. You don't have to all be understood, but you got to be comfortable in knowing who you are as a person and being okay with that. I love that because I think when you're at that place too, you attract a certain type of people. Um, when you do get to that place where it's like, uh, I care, but not that much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm very, I'm very nonchalant. So I don't really, some, I let a lot of stuff just kind of roll like, okay, cool. But at some point, you know, you kind of get to like, okay, no, see, this is how I really feel about this. And you're going to listen to me and this, that, and the third. But for the most part, since I've felt so, the word of the night, liberated, um, I just be like, whatever. Like, I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain. It's like, I guess more so I'm passionate about, I'm passionate about more things than other things. So if you're not understanding what I'm saying about one thing, and if I don't really care that much, I'm just going to be like, okay, that, that's fine. Like, I don't feel like doing this tonight anyway. Does that make sense? No, I think that makes perfect sense. Um, you know, to also go with the theme of such a beautiful day in, in, in the United States. I think our sister, Kamala, you know, she has been notoriously misunderstood like throughout her career, because of course, you know, early in her political campaign, everybody was talking about how she locked up so many people mm -hmm. as a prosecutor. And it's mm -hmm. like, but 
Isn't that what y'all hired her for? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's her job. <laughs> that was her job. Like, uh, that, like, she was misunderstood in that aspect of being a Black woman and just rising to the occasion. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what they hired me for. I'm going to operate in that genius and be the best version of this. And look at her now. Like, I, so it's like, I was going to say, I think that goes a lot into um, the being misunderstood and being a Black woman um, have a, a, a good bit in common because oftentimes we are explaining or defending ourselves from the jump, from the jump, because I think of like work, for example, because that could probably be one of the areas I've struggled with being misunderstood and cared you know like okay I want you to be happy with me I want you to like me I want you and not co-workers more like boss you know like supervisors like I want to please you mm-hmm. um but in the same breath like anytime you can try to explain yourself you could easily be labeled you know the angry black woman so I know for me I let a lot of stuff slide because I was already in my head about oh, if I say this, they gonna think I'm I'm mad. And anytime you try to explain yourself, you're angry, um, which you know is not our fault. That's just the society paints that on us. And I know, like, um, what's Amanda Seals? I'm not angry. I'm passionate. You know, <laughs> but that's like um, my favorite thing. Like, yeah. No angry <laughs> I'm not angry and it, it's just so funny especially working with others who don't look like you um that's the only word they know how to use to articulate what you're saying oh you're so you're so aggressive no I'm not like you've never even seen me be aggressive like I please. so hate the word aggressive in the like in the corporate world. world because it's oftentimes used against yeah. us like we're and then you're left with that <laughs> feeling misunderstood component which weighs you down and puts all kinds of stuff in your wagon and then, <laughs> and come, on, wagon. Wagon. Okay. come on wagon okay wagon and then but you're, you're still feeling the thing of rejection and wanting to do because I mean everybody not most people want to do well at work that's where you want to succeed and when you feel like you don't or when you feel like you can't explain yourself or you feel like you're misunderstood that that does cause a lot of stress and um that label often goes with us because of the we we often get that label because we're misunderstood and when we try to explain ourselves we're we're not hurt listen that's a word yeah they want us to be seen and not heard and unfortunately that's not where we are in 2021, you know? Oh, no. Not even close. <laughs> I don't think as Black women, we've been there mm-hmm. ever, <laughs> to be honest. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting <laughs> to hear other people of different races' thoughts on things, because um, it's just like, we live in such different worlds, and another component of that being misunderstood is having someone who genuinely is open to trying to understand you and communication like um kind of what Shonda was saying like um if you're trying to listen to what she's saying then okay I can explain it but if you're already 
have a preconceived notion or you're already going to try to t- you're not really listening to what I'm saying you're just mm-hmm. kind of waiting for your reply then I'm just mm-hmm. like whatever whatever so it goes yeah. about the communication too definitely because look at how you know we communicate with each other as friends like you know there's open communication I can, you know, call you out on something. You can call me out on something. And, but at the same time, you know, there are strangers that are people that you work with that develop their own pre-notion of who you mm-hmm. are. Like their own like unconscious mm-hmm. bias. Like, oh yeah, you know, she is this person. She don't really care about her job. All she wants to do is be on social media. Mm-hmm. Not knowing that you, you killing it. Like, <laughs> or you can come in with the softest yep. smoothest voice and they still are finding a way to make you the villain or then they're saying that you're not you're not speaking up for yourself enough mm-hmm. or, you know like it's it always a spin on something always yeah. always we are always dealing with that so when black women are in powerful positions like what we have today is so inspiring like somebody understood her obviously right. <laughs> exactly. someone listened someone what, what was it 81 million people mm-hmm. understood her enough to think her think right. that she, she deserves to be the vice president of the United States so, so it's out there it's out there <laughs> but then you know just to to close it out in conclusion in terms of to let y'all think about something we are oftentimes misunderstood too when we reach a level um going back to an episode where we talk about people seeing you as that old version of yourself Mm -hmm. like they automatically misunderstand you because they see you as this person still Mm -hmm. and they don't see you as this new level that you have you know came up on (laughs) they don't see you as this new person like you know I've had to check a few people in my own business like you know (laughs) where it's like you reached out to me and you want you know I I treat my business very meticulous and strategic and customer service and all of that but there's a whole experience that you get and I had somebody say oh you charging this and I went to school with you like yes my price my price is my price (laughs) you know oh and then it was like oh, my price yeah. is my price right you think it's too good <laughs> it's like no I don't think I'm too good I that's my price like I, yeah I'm not just I know the quality of my work so this is the price for my work for my service that I'll be doing <laughs> that I may or may not do for you like or they don't I know the quality of it right or they think that you feel like you are better than them because you don't do the same things that you used to mm-hmm. So that's another yeah. level oh, of misunderstanding. Yeah. Like, no, I'm not going to be in the club every day of the week. That's not mm-hmm. right. I'm not ever going to <laughs> To that, because I've been there and done that. You might can catch me on a good happy hour, though. <laughs> and I don't think I'm better <laughs> than nobody. in nobody's club. <laughs> that's that's uh-uh. not my life anymore. <laughs> no, uh-uh. A couple years ago, though. That's not my life. So, it's and life. if you get if you're not getting paid to do it, it shouldn't be your life either. But I'm gonna find my <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, that's another word. Sis. Yeah, that's another word. Listen, come on now. 
Come on, somebody. Yeah. Listen, I should make these club promoters rich. <laughs> you need to go ahead and be one. And then, like, at this point, like, we talked about being in your 30s. The body can't even handle that. <laughs> no. Thank you. No. Exactly. I, remember, I remember being, you know, in my early 20s, Crazy. staying out to 6 o'clock in the morning, Waking up at yeah. eight o'clock, ready to do it all over again. No. If I stay up to all six o'clock again. in the morning now, oh, you best believe I ain't waking up to probably <laughs> Listen, one me and my body, I'm gonna wake up early because my body's program at that point. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I'm gonna need a, I'm gonna need a good two <laughs> days go sleep. I'm, I'm gonna need a good yeah. Two days. I'm recouping yeah. the rest of the weekend. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. It's just you know, I'm good for I'm good for a month probably. If you want to be honest. But I think also that that just goes to the whole journey of going, becoming a unicorn. You go through different phases mm-hmm. where you care and you don't care. And that's okay. Right. But, you know, tapping into your magic means that you are fully own, taking ownership of the magic that's inside of you and knowing that it's going to attract and exude, you know, all of the radiance that it needs to. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's nothing that you can do to, you know, run people away or you know mess up in relationships because everything is attracted to you that's supposed to be there. Mm. Right. Now that's the word right there with me. I am a that like everything that's supposed to be there is there. And Mm -hmm. when we, you know, when our journey is hard is we're fighting against the grain because we're not just we're not just enjoying the journey and actually being present in that place. And I'm preaching to myself because, honey, <laughs> I get so wrapped up sometimes and just like getting to the next thing or checking the next thing mm-hmm. off that I forget to enjoy the journey. Enjoy, right. you know, the, the fact that I'm not where I was two years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, I have been successful in this thing or that thing and I'm this person but it's just like all of that goes into just your journey of being your magical fucking self. <laughs> that first that right. first part of what you said <laughs> preach preach was a word for me, like as a person who overthinks a lot, like um that part of what you said, what kind of what will be what will be what um you attract is supposed to be for you that whole little what's for you what's for you scenario um means a lot because there are often times there's like oh I should have said this or should have did that or what if I did this what if I did that and um you overthink those situations where you should have that mind state that you just said like all right you know if they gonna fuck with me, they gonna fuck with me. It's nothing that I could have done that could have ran them off. Um, and nothing that I could have said that if you didn't like it, that you couldn't come back to me um, enough and be like, okay, well, what was this? And I think that that kind of goes with the rejection part too. Like, you know, like, oh, what did I do? What did I say? <laughs> oh God, why am uh, let me go back and try to fix it and with being misunderstood it's like all it's so full circle but that part really spoke to me mrs b 
Yeah. I'm all about I also think journey. <laughs> all about yeah, I also think like when you um get to a place of like liberation, you start to honor your boundaries with people and yourself. Um, mm-hmm. because in Ooh, order to snap, be free, snap, honey. <laughs> in order to truly be free, you have to be okay with setting boundaries with people and yourself because when people have a hold on you or when they have so much power where they can make you feel like you are not worthy to be a part of their circle or to be a part of their presence, that's when you have to take a step back and ask yourself, like, where am I currently in my life? What are my goals? Where are going? If not, I need to start relationships. And once you identify that, then you get to that part of being liberated and free because you get to choose to either to continue to be in this toxic relationship, this toxic job, or you get to continue to choose to not be in that and be free and be okay with it. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, we're all not the same people. God did not put up, you know. So I think, you know, I keep talking about liberation, but today, like even watching the inauguration, I just felt free. Like I felt the world was free of like just like negative things and like people who have toxic minds and I don't know it was just something about today and just black women in general how yeah well, today just felt so like women are good magic. I don't yeah it's, it's, felt it's so a good, good. day yeah. it's a good day I was I, in uh, hollering and screaming day. I know my neighbor was probably over me I'm just in here <laughs> screaming at the tv clapping like I don't know it was just it was, it was a great good. day. I think <laughs> it was. I actually think that's a um because of course we're running out of time, guys. Um, I actually think that's a really good like closing in terms of just summing up everything. One, you need boundaries if you're going to you know be okay with being misunderstood, and you know you, you need to know who you are. And three, you need to know who your tribe is course you know thank you guys for joining us again you know we are so appreciative of you listening to this platform and we can't wait for you to join us next have a great one okay okay